Hey sports fan, this is Eric Johnson, the brand. And Aaron Thigpen, the source. Welcome to our podcast today, Aaron. It's a great day. Beautiful skies here in Northern Cal again. Yeah, the smoke is gone and the skies are clear. Yeah, I My love kind that. Of weather. I love it. I love it. Hey, Aaron, let's talk about this subject today. It's pretty interesting. Can, can athletes, young athletes, emulate what Major League Baseball players do in terms of throwing, running, pitching, hitting, fielding? It's a great subject. It's been mentioned just a very little bit, but parents are starting to ask about this a lot. And I think it's a great subject to kind of talk about or dive into today. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty interesting subject. And, you know, there, it's funny because I always talk about, you know, my experience as an athlete and as a kid and, and just athletes in our era growing up. And, and you say, shouldn't a young athlete emulate their these stars? And I'm kind of caught in the middle because of my background, I used to want to emulate the you know, Willie Mays right. and Ozzy and all these guys Absolutely. because I'd go out there and, you know, I'd have the ball by myself and I'd be throwing the ball up against the garage door all day mm -hmm. trying to do the same plays that, you know, my idols did. Rod Carew. Oh, yeah, know, right. All these guys. So I, I guess from one sense, um, emulation is, is not bad because I think in one sense, it can spark some creativity in your movement and your athleticism. Now, I think today it's taken in a different aspect because kids are now in a more structured environments with their right. sports. Emulation is not the same thing. Emulation is now, hey, what's so-and-so, what's Trevor Bauer's workout plan? And, and so we're going to copy Trevor Bauer's workout plan. Right. Well, that's not the kind of emulation I think that is, is helpful and healthy for the young athlete. That's a great point because I just think about that's funny because I start laughing when you said that because what's the latest and greatest fad in training? And when you talk about emulating an athlete, and we have the same heroes. I want to hit like Rod Crew. I want to feel like Ozzy Smith. I want to do the say hey kid catch. Um, and you know, we tried to emulate that. We didn't try to train like Willie Mays or Ozzy Smith or guys like that. All we did was, hey, how did he make that play? Right. Let me go out in my backyard or in my street or go down to the local field and try to do that. Yeah. And how many times could I do it? That that was the whole thing. I I, I knew when it was right because I could kind of envision it and do it. I think our imaginations and creativity of trying to get in those positions, that's what made it interesting. That's yes. what made it fun. Yes. And that's what made us better athletes because mm. it broadened the repertoire of movements and skills that we we're willing to acquire and allowed ourselves to do. Everything right now is so sanitized. Hey, you've got to approach the ball this way. You've got to field the ball this way. And it's done in, in such a structured way. I mean, we're, we're manufacturing robots, you know, in a sense. Right. And you can see some of these young athletes who have take, who've gotten instruction from a very early age. They don't have that. that um, Fluidity. Exactly. They're not fluid. They're not athletic. They're... Uh, they're not they don't improvise with their movements and to be honest the only athletes I see really being able to do that now are the Latin athletes 
One, right. because those guys, are, those kids are still growing up playing street ball and probably still emulating their idols and they don't have the access to the plethora of information that our athletes have, right. i.e. the internet and clinics and showcases and, and all that stuff. Yeah, all that they pull from and they don't necessarily apply to an athlete at the age of 10 or at the age of 12 or at the age of 8. Right. You know, it's interesting you said that because I look at, you know, things that we grew up having. Basically, it was like, okay, um, every Saturday, the game of the week came on and you look forward to it. Mm -hmm. It was on uh, NBC and you were looking at how did he make that play? Or if we had the, you know, funds and resources, we go to the Oakland Coliseum. That, that was the closest spot for me when I was in Fremont. Get on BART, go down there. And you could get into the ballpark early and watch guys take batting practice infield. Mm. Uh, you see guys throw bullpens on the side. You see guys run. And to me, that was the best part of the game. When I would go out and practice after that, being there that evening or day, whenever I could go, I try to throw or how they would hit and how the ball would come off their bat and try to get my body to do that and use my God-given ability to, you know, like emulate what they do. Right. And I think that's the key. I think kids lose that today. Yeah. Because they, it's, it's interesting. We're, everything is so restricted. Right. Um, even before COVID, things are restricted and like you can't go do that or, right. or you can go do that or everything, like you said, structured to yeah. where players aren't allowed to fail. Right without any type of penalty in their mind because that's what's been created. Right. And that's been created by the parents, mm -hmm. you know. And I think given an, an option or a choice, I think a lot of kids would like to go out and, and do things their way for a while too. And maybe that's something that coaches should do is, is let the kids in a practice have 15 minutes of, hey, pick today's game. Three flies mm -hmm. up, pickle. You know, at those younger ages. So maybe that it's done, yes, in a structured environment, but they're allowed that latitude to be able to discover some other things about themselves athletically. Because I think the the structures is killing it's killing the athleticism out of out of a, a lot of the, our kids. You know, and it's interesting you say that. You know, as I go to practice with our guys six days a week now, mm -hmm. I'm trying to bring back this athleticism flair mm -hmm. um, style that they can have. Right. There are certain points that need to be fundamental, yeah. and then there's other points that need to be, you know, athleticized. There's no such thing as a word, but yeah. the athleticism needs to come out in that player at that moment. Right. And you you have to create that as a coach, yeah. as a trainer, yeah. with your athletes so they can get better. Because if you don't do that, like you said, they become robots. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, and I get it, and, and maybe that's part of what feeds my business because, hey, now parents are bringing their kid and saying, hey, look, he needs to be more athletic, but I think a lot of that happens, too, on their own, and just being by themselves, discovering what their body can do and what it can't do, and pushing those limits without any outside influences and boundaries. Uh, you know, another thing that really in my field that hurts athletes is Everyone's looking for the formula to be mm -hmm. great. Right. And so if I get the Trevor Bauer formula, right. then 
I'm going to have the same success that he does, or I'm going to be on the same path. And that's not necessarily the case. We've talked about this before in other podcasts. Everyone's path to their greatness is going to be different. And yeah, there's some common things that you're going to have to be able to do that you see across the board, but a lot of them have to do with the mental side of the game and your approach to how you handle yourself and manage yourself as an athlete, not necessarily the mechanics of, okay, I got to squat 500 pounds, I got to <laughs> bench press, you know, 200 pounds. It, it, that's not necessarily going to be the road to everyone's success. It's funny, I had a uh, former player come to me and says, oh, I hit my best in um, clean and jerks and stuff like that. And uh, I uh, squatted this much, and I said, okay, so how does that translate on the field for you? And they couldn't give me an answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. okay, we need to translate all this onto the field if you're going you're gonna to do that. So yeah. it's interesting, though, Aaron. It's a, it's a great subject to talk about because we see these major league players go out there and do these things, and the kids go to, at, go to do it, and some can do it, some can't. And I think it has a lot to do with their, their fundamentals. Right and their strength and development and their body and their coordination. People forget that being athletic has a lot to do with coordination yeah. and their body's catching up. So as they start trying to emulate these guys, that's just everybody's on their own path, like you said. Yeah. All right, Aaron, that wraps up uh, what we're talking here. I can't wait to get started in our program in Hardball Athletics as we start and, and move through this process. Uh, um, please. Please follow us on Hardball Athletics on Twitter, Hardball Athletics on Instagram, and hit our Facebook page. And Aaron, looking forward to it. Again, this is Eric Johnson, the brand. And Coach Aaron Thigpen, the source. See ya.